powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. All righty, Jets fans. How are we doing tonight? Jets lose 4-1 against the Blue Jackets in a uh, a pretty rough game, pretty tough one to watch. I'm glad that's how I spent my Friday night. I don't know about you guys. Um, but yeah, that was a tough game. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll turn to Winnipeg. Of course, he's played here before, but uh, it was pretty, uh, you know, pretty rough game from the Jets. Uh, we'll break that down. We'll talk about the changes in lineup. Uh, we'll talk about a, a bunch of things. Uh, I, I'll be honest, I did not see that game. We'll take a look and see how that game went. Uh, we'll break it down for you guys. Uh, that's not how I expected the game to, to go. Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's World Cup, hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to, to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all that sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. That's sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. Boy, where? I don't know what's going on, everyone. I'm sorry. My my mic seems to be cutting out. But as I was saying, Jets lose 4-1 um, to one to the Columbus Blue Jackets, a team they probably shouldn't be losing, against, losing to, considering, uh, one, Jets are one of the top teams in the league, fighting for top of the Central the other night. Uh, there, the other, <laughs> I can see people mentioning my audio in the chat. Sorry about it, guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Jets shouldn't lose this game. You know, the, the Columbus Blue Jackets are at the bottom of the league. They currently have, uh, how many, I don't even know how many people they have on IR. They've got Adam Bogfist on IR, Zach Wierenski, uh, Jakob Voracek, Jacob Voracek, I'm not sure how you pronounce that, Jake Bean. Nick Blankenberg, Justin Danforth, they have a lot of players on IR. And just to start off, the Columbus Blue Jacks, Blue Jackets, not a great team. I this this was a tough one to watch, I'll be honest with you. Uh just to start out to set the scene, um Axel Janssen Fialbi ends up getting scratched for this one. Uh Sam Gagne draws in uh after being scratched, I believe it was for two games. Uh and he started his uh he started the game on the third line, but after about ten minutes into the game, um, I think rightfully so, Rick Bonus uh ended up dropping Morgan Barron off of the second line and onto the third and and uh promoting Sam Gagne back up. Not that I think that Gagne necessarily deserves to be uh, on that top line or on that second line, top line, second line. They are interchangeable, honestly. Um, but I definitely think that Morgan Barron does not fit on that line. Um, I think he dumps the puck in far too much to be on on in the top six. I think that he had a pretty abysmal game for the first, I mean, the first 10 minutes. Uh, after that, he looked much better once he was on the third line with uh, Lowry and Metalina, and I think he fits a lot better with those guys rather than the fast uh, offensive stylings of uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois and Kyle Connor. Um yeah, other than that, uh, looking at the game, uh, you know, Rick Bonus makes the right decision and puts in um, David uh, David Riddick uh, against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Again, this is a game that your backup should be starting. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not. I am not at all pinning this game on Dave Riddick. I think that this game was a culmination of a lot of the issues the Jets have been facing for a while now, uh, but have been kind of covered up by their success. Uh, the fact that Connor Hellebuck's been incredible for them. Um, 
as well as you know they're getting a lot of a lot of scoring uh tonight the the goals just wouldn't go in corpus Allo played pretty well but i also think that the jets didn't create as much um you know chaos in front as they would have hoped to but uh again eventually they do score in the third period you know we'll, we'll dive into the game and kind of go through beat by beat um here but uh of course you know make sure you guys are in the comments uh chatting it up here because i you know it's just me here have your voice heard um i'll try to read and, and talk at the same time i think my mic cuts out when i stop talking so i'll, I'll try and keep it rolling but uh but yeah you know starting off the game it didn't look too too bad uh honestly the the right at the start of the game you know minute in uh per, you know perfetti wheeler and uh and and Shifley looked looks good at the start. You know, I, I think they had a pretty rough game after that. Um, they just couldn't really create anything. Honestly, the whole Jets team as a whole really couldn't uh, connect their passing. I, I think their passing was was atrocious today. There's a lot of bobbled pucks, uh, a lot of missed passing. I think that that could have been one of the the uh, the biggest issues. I would say. Um, you know, right off the top of the game, the Jets get a power play real quick. I think they looked pretty good. You know, going back to last game, I was pretty. Um, I was I was praising the 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 changes that the Jets had made on their power play, switching Wheeler to being on his strong side, and then having Kyle Connor on the opposite side on his strong side as well, and then putting Mark Shifley in the middle for that bumper slot. And boy, oh boy, I think that that is that regardless of the players on on you know left and right mark shifley needs to be in the middle of the ice that guy is has such a quick release and um when he can be kind of left to kind of you know thin the weeds and hide out there waiting for you know kyle connor to draw guys to him waiting for blake wheelers to draw guys to him josh morey see guys to him Taylor Dubois down low, guys to him. If if Mark Sheffley's just waiting in the weeds there, we saw it tonight that, you know, he got it more than a few really nice quick chances off that uh, just a quick little pass into the middle. And that is where I think long term that will provide the Jets with much more uh, power play success. Um, unfortunately, they only went one for five tonight, which, you know, you would hope in a game like this uh, that, you know, you would hope that you can kind of lean on your, your special teams to be able to get it done for you. Um, unfortunately, like I said, Corpus Allo played great. I think we have to give you know credit to him. He did have a great game. But I also do think that uh, the Jets didn't have incredibly dangerous shots. I mean, um, one of the things that is good about having that power play set up is you have uh, Blake Wheeler, uh, who's actually shooting again. Like, it, it, it's, you know... I don't want him to be the only guy shooting on that power play, but he seems to be the guy who has the puck very frequently. Um, and it's very, uh, it's very good to see that he's shooting a lot more. Hopefully teams take notice of that. And that's how, how that, that second really nice um, quick, quick chance in the middle for Shifley was created is because teams have to start giving a bit more respect to Blake Wheeler. And, um, and the fact that he can shoot the puck and he will shoot the puck now. Um, <laughs> the uh we have emily reinhardt in the chat going as a jackets fan i would like to thank the jets for one of the few games this year that didn't hurt to watch as a jackets fan well thanks man it it uh <laughs> it wasn't that fun for us but um i will admit i am personally you know I, i'm a i'm a patrick line fan one of the one of the jerseys i have actually two of the jerseys i have back here are line jerseys they're just you can't really see them the uh the aviator one here behind me as well as this uh heritage classic one up here but um, you know, I, I was kind of hoping at the end of the game, you know, if all was lost, that maybe Line would be able to get his hat trickle on the empty net. But uh, he hit the post a couple times. Uh, again, we'll we'll get all into that. But uh, just kind of looking, you know, through the game. Uh, 
Hello, hello. <laughs> I don't know what's causing my mic to cut out every now and then. We'll we'll figure it out for next stream. Sorry. Going going to the. <laughs> This is uh, throwing me off. Uh, going to the the first goal, um, this was just a you know a good goal by by the Blue Jackets. Uh, PLD's line gets kind of hemmed in, and uh, it's just a really nice pass from Goudreau. Sees line A across the ice, kind of sitting there alone. Kyle Connor should have picked him up. Unfortunately, that was his man in the zone, and unfortunately today we saw him kind of reaching back, just trying to make a little uh, you know a uh, little blind man uh, stick to try and uh, get a stick in the way there, but unfortunately. Unfortunately, Patrick Line is not going to miss when he gets it that close, uh, as we'll see later as well, too. But um, honestly, that's just a defensive breakdown from the Jets, unfortunately. And this is my biggest criticism. Going back to what I was saying, at, saying that tonight was uh, a kind of culmination of all the things that the Jets have been kind of just patching up um, as their boat slowly fills with water. Uh, the defensive defensive side of things needs to shape up for the Jets. Absolutely. They've been kind of just flying by the seat of their pants with with uh, Connor Halbuck bailing them out in behind. And... Um, and, and uh, you know, without Connor Halbuck there making insane saves that you know i i you can't fault dave riddick on on almost any of those goals because like he was just hung out to dry there's so how many of the, those goals were just created off of uh tic-tac-toe plays in the in the jets zone and the jets are allowing way too much uh into in in front of their goalie this was one of my biggest criticisms about the uh the chicago game i wasn't on the, that episode of game over but if you saw me on twitter uh you know spewing my my garbage uh i had a tweet that was just kind of like whispers uh the jets actually kind of got outplayed at 5v5 against the blackhawks um just in the in the sense of creating um creating offense uh, the the jets unfortunately allowed the the blackhawks to create more offense but of course the difference is peter mrazik was in net for the blackhawks and kyle uh and geez and connor hellebuck's in net for the uh for the jets so i you know Looking at this game here, a lot of the, the goals, as we'll get into more and more, uh, were just tic-tac-toe plays that no one is covering their right man. Like, it's it's it was very frustrating to watch. Um, you know, the second goal was just kind of a bit of a, uh, a fluke accident. Um, what's his name? Eric Goodbranson, you know, comes into the zone, takes a weird shot. It, it goes off of, uh, you know, Dave Reddick makes the initial save and bounces out and then goes in off of uh, PLD. Like, that, again, is a goal where it's tough. Like, because, you know, maybe Dave Reddick could have could have uh, absorbed that rebound a little better, but at the same time when it comes in off of one of your own players like that's not uh an issue like that's not because you know you, you played that incorrectly it's just uh, a bad bounce and that's how bounces were you know that's how bounces are in hockey it just is like that unfortunately um but moving forward from there we get to the first brutal call of the game and that's the delay of game penalty on jansen harkins i don't understand how the refs got this wrong initially there was no call they did not call it uh, a penalty then the 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 refs all come together for their huddle and they just you know through through discussion one of the refs must go i think that one that went out we should call it just to be safe and you know the replay shows immediately that that puck so very clearly so very obviously went off the boards and out like i i don't even need to explain this if you watch the game you saw it like um the the thing that's mind-boggling to me is the fact that you know there's such a long stoppage in play here the the 
the replay is being played on the jumbotron just above the refs. You know, none of them can just look up and and take a look and figure out what's going on here and what the actual reality is. And then moving forward, then then Rick Bonus has a conversation with them, and this is you know an even longer delay that we're just sitting here waiting, knowing that the the call is incorrect. The refs can literally just look up and see as they're playing the the replay four or five times that because they've had that much time to play it, uh, that it very clearly was not a delay of game. I don't understand how that was not like called back or anything like that. Kevin Sawyer had this stupid uh, call on the on the broadcast. Personally, I'll just be honest with you, I'm not a huge Kevin Sawyer fan. I think he kind of just says words and just says things uh, that have no value to the game most of the time. Um, and this is one of the things I, I wanted to harp on. Uh, Sawyer goes on to talk about uh, the fact that, you know, even though they got it wrong, the refs will give a, give a, give a makeup call um, to the Jets later on in the game. Here's the thing. I, I get why Kevin Sawyer is saying that. He's got to fill in the time. He's got to say his words. Uh, he's got to get his word count in. But at the same time, I, I just want to challenge that that thought in general because we're at a game right now where it's about halfway through the first period. The the Blue Jackets are up 2 nothing, and then this, this call happens and uh, is it, completely wrong. If in this circumstance the Columbus Blue Jackets went on to score on this power play like that completely changes the makeup of the game. I mean, either way probably would have went the same way that we saw it go. Um, it, pro- it probably would have been the exact same thing, but the just, just because that's just because the jets were able to kill off that penalty doesn't mean that that is how things should go. Because regardless, like if, if the Blue Jackets score on that power play, it just completely sets the tone for the rest of the game. Luckily, that didn't happen until later when the Jets couldn't score for the rest of the period, and um, and the Blue Jackets kept taking it to the Jets um, to move on in the in in the in the first period. Other otherwise, though, um, there was the awful huge uh, the head hit on um, on Sam Gagne from I think it was was what was his name uh, Bayreuther. I don't know what his first name. Is. Um, Brutal. Absolutely brutal. That should have been uh, potentially some sort of ejection. He charges him and then also hits him in the head, and they called it boarding for some reason. I don't know what the the, the, the refs were on tonight, but um, they, they were... They were they were saying some shit. They were on some shit tonight, um, and then on the power play, and uh, just another nitpicky thing. They missed a holding the stick on on uh, on Mark Shifley behind the net. Like his stick was held, and then he couldn't uh, play the puck. But uh, I digress. You know, you can only call so many things. But hey, that would have been a perfect time for a makeup call. But nope. Okay, whatever. Um, Fast forward to the second, um, just trying to see, you know, the Jets started on a bit of a power play, but unfortunately, 11 seconds in, Blake Wheeler uh, negates it immediately with a, uh, you know, just one of those annoying little uh, interference while you're trying to stay on on side on the blue line. Um, I don't think that he meant to do it, but at the same time, you got to have your head up more. You can't be negating power plays in a game where you're down two nothing and you're trying to crawl yourself back in it. That's just rough, uh, rough either way. Um, you know, play continues on play goes back and forth. And then, uh, Patrick line, gets his second of the game. Um, boy, oh boy, <laughs> did he, uh, did he <laughs> show it to the jets fans tonight? Uh, and to the jets themselves, I, I, I couldn't help but notice on the, on the way off the ice for, um, 
on the way off the ice uh, in between penalties or not penalties. Uh, sorry, in between periods, he was yelling some some something something fucking bitch but uh but i digress uh i i just think it's funny when patrick line does anything um especially have a, a shaved head and 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 be a goofy guy uh i miss him i will never forget forgive the jets for trading him i understand why it got to that point but uh at the same time as we look at the success that the jets have had under uh, a coach named not named paul maurice um Maybe you should have uh, not had Paul Maurice earlier on, and maybe you could have uh, kept your really important asset who you drafted second overall. Um, but I digress. Not the point of this uh, this stream here. Um, the makeup call was not giving Dubois a penalty for running Bayreuther. I don't think he really ran him. Like I think he just came in and gave him the business, which happens after any big hit. Like I, I do not think that that was the makeup call per se. Um, Again, continuing on, and this is where I, I think the Jets started to kind of actually find their footing. Uh, in the second period, they actually got some momentum rolling. I thought that the the second line, once they had Gagne on it, actually started playing a lot better tonight. Um, they had a lot of good. They had more than a couple of chances uh, in the in the second period. There, there was one where uh, Dubois passed it out to uh, to Sam Gagne. This is the only issue I have with Sam Gagne on that line. Uh, not this play in specific, but this is just an example of him on that line where I don't think he really deserves to be uh he gets a pass out in front uh decides to take a shot but as he looks up and realizes immediately after he sees Cal connor to his right um you know waiting just waiting waiting completely alone for a pass and he immediately shoots it saved by corpusalo uh camera zooms in right on him and you can see him saying i should have passed it sorry man like I'm glad he recognized it after, but at the same time, in a game like this, you absolutely need to be ready. You need to be constantly knowing where your, your teammates are, and you need to be ready to pounce when you can. Again, maybe I'm not saying this if, if the if the goal goes in on, uh, on that shot. It was a good shot, and I'm not against him taking it, but uh, again, in just the circumstance of seeing Kyle Connor sitting there wide open was a little frustrating. I can definitely say that. Um... You know, again, as I said, the momentum keeps coming. The the Jets start actually attacking in this game. If you actually look at the uh, the expected goals, the deserve to win a meter stuff, uh, the Jets were on on the you know heavily favored on the deserve to win side of things, uh, sitting around like sixty something percent, sixty five maybe I think. Um, but <laughs> but. Um, yeah so uh but i think that the, a lot of those chances though is that that's kind that game is kind of created once a team goes a team who should be losing goes up to nothing at the start of a game and then kind of you know obviously continues to pounce but at the same time is definitely playing a lot more conservative and kind of turtling a little bit more so because the, the jets definitely had all game long to be like we're gonna try and pounce and we're trying to score and you know and conversely, the uh, the Blue Jackets had all game to be like, we need to just make sure that they don't score on our goalie. Um, here, we'll read a, a comment here from David W. Loads of self-inflicted wounds. Uh, did the Jets ends with a new video by Canuck Clay on the Demco entry. I will soon be go going to that video to watch it if the game over Winnipeg live stream ends. It shouldn't end, uh, at least not for another, <laughs> another 10, uh, 15 minutes. Uh, but uh, yeah. Hello? Oh, hello. I'm back. Sorry, guys. I don't... I, I will have this figured out for next stream. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. Lots of self, uh, self-inflicted wounds. Um, 
by the Jets. Uh, again, and then, you know, continuing on, the this is when, uh, in the second period, the Blue Jackets end up scoring their third goal of the game to make it 3 nothing. Uh this was the uh, the tic tac toe play that ended up with uh, with I, th- I think this was the um, oh fuck who scored this goal I can't remember who cares doesn't matter um, this is the tic tac toe play where they had four passes uh, as they're coming in the my issue was with this one was that Pionk kind of committed too too far to. Um, uh, sorry, reading the comments. The, I think I think that Pionk uh, committed too much to playing high in in the zone there, and then it goes down deep uh, on the right side of Riddick, and then uh, you know Boone Jenner ends up crashing the net and getting the tap in goal. Again, nothing Dave Riddick can do on this. This is a you know a complete tic tac toe goal where the Jets completely are unable to defend in front. You know the Jets try to storm back, and uh, again, Corpusalo has uh, a big, huge save on uh, on Morgan Barron, uh, and then a, a quick little shout out to uh, Dave Riddick for uh, a nice save on on Johnny Goudreau on on a little breakaway there to end the period. Um, but yeah, tough tough second period. The Jets are really in one uh, for the third, and we'll see how they come out. And it wasn't great. You know, starting off. They had an early power play, uh, which ended up having uh, some some brutal, um, some brutal breakouts. It was a very awkward uh, defensive zone um, type of type of thing. The uh, the biggest self-inflicted wound tonight, the line I trade. I completely agree. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, the, um, the positives again, like I said, Wheeler's shooting a lot on the power play, which I like, again, the, the more, di- the more dynamic your power play is, the better, uh, the more options each player has, the better, um, and then, uh, you know, if they get a couple chances, the the play ends up stopping with 48 seconds left. Uh, Rick Bonus ends up taking a timeout. Uh, and then immediately off of the timeout, uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets win the draw. And then, uh, you know, dump it down, break it out. Uh, and then the Jets end up getting no more possession uh, for the entire power play. And then I think they only got possession like... They they only got possession. Oh no, this is later on. This is this is a different uh, power play. We'll get to that one after. Um, but again, just brutal response from the team. Like you, ha- if if your coach is calling a a timeout on a power play, you have to respond. You can't just immediately uh, throw it in his face by just you know losing the draw and then um, then just allowing the the other team to completely negate the. Um, to completely negate the power play. Uh, I'm just going to bring up a tweet that someone sent me uh, just before the game. Uh, it was from Alec uh, Beattie, uh, at Alec V-Ball. I would suggest that Dubois should get more opportunities to take PP faceoffs. Among players that have taken the at least 20 PP faceoffs this year, Shifley is 8th worst in the league at 46.9%, while Dubois is 14th best in the league at 63.6%. Again, I don't think that that faceoffs are as as important of a stat as uh people make them out to be, but like I said, they are important in very specific instances. And this is one where I look at that and I go, you know, if you're having that timeout, bonus should be making the 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 time to go, "Hey, you know what? Doobie, you're taking the faceoff here. Shife get yourself in front of the net. Uh, we're going to start this off right. Um, again, 
pretty rough uh, response from the Jets, unfortunately, on this power play. Again, uh, there was a couple other chances the Jets had. There was the one where uh, there was a bit of a rebound and went kind of behind the net, and then Lowry kind of just throws it out front and gets a nice little uh, kind of trickles across the line in behind Corpusello. Luckily, he jumps on. Luckily for the for the Blue Jackets, that is, uh, Corpusello jumps onto the puck very quickly, and uh, and that was you know no issue for him. Um, and then again, the then there's there's a, the delay of game penalty from the Blue Jackets, uh, and this one was the one. I was I had the biggest uh frustration with again I've been you know saying that the PPs look better they've looked more dangerous but um on this one they got literally literally zero zero zone possession time on either of the power play units um until 15 seconds left in the power play when neither neither of the power play units are out but rick bonus then just throws out you know the next line that's going to be on for the end of the power play which is the fourth line and they actually had a good chance they actually like this is the most frustrating thing with the jets is when the top end players unfortunately just don't show up like the the Shifley line was kind of abysmal tonight, if you ask me. I I, I just did not see anything really working there. Uh, it's it's very tough, especially after you know a, such a fantastic game they had the other day. But Mike cutting out. Hello, hi, sorry. Uh, as I was saying, they had uh, thirty six. The the Shifley uh, line had thirty six percent expected goals. Uh, expected goals percentage which means that uh, of all the expected goals that were created they only created 36% of the expected goals while they were on the ice um which means they just basically basically weren't able to create chances if you're not a if you're not an advanced stats person expected goals is basically just um chances that are created and then they're given a value based on you know the location of the shot the you know the context of it basically um but the jets uh, sorry, the, the top line, unfortunately, just was not having it tonight. They didn't have, uh, again, I, I think I think a big key is that to that line is their chemistry and passing. And when the Jets' chemistry and passing just isn't working, that line will never work, unfortunately. They're not uh, grinders. Um, they, they work well when they're able to, you know, cycle the puck well and get shots on. But uh, that was not their game tonight. Uh, conversely, like I said, I thought line two had a much better game. Line three looked looked actually really good with um, with both Baron and Manalainen on it. And then also uh, the fourth line, you know, has been has been fantastic. You know, it's been uh, it's been one of the bright spots of the, of the Jets this year, especially seeing you know a guy like Mikey Asimont coming into the lineup, uh, fighting his way in, and then same thing with Hark. Really good to see those guys, uh, you know, working hard for the Jets. Um, but yeah, you know, just to end off the game, just trying to see here, what else did I have here? Uh, Lowry had a de decent breakaway chance, um, you know, with a, a couple minutes left in the game, uh, Harkins has a dumb cross checking penalty. This is again, another issue I have with the Jets. Their discipline has been kind of brutal. Um, they're a team that seems to take a lot of dumb penalties, uh, whether it's PLD, you know, taking his penalties that, um, you know, negate power plays. Uh, and, and just this one right here where, you know, there's there's no pressure on Harkins or the guy that he ends up cross-checking. You know, it, the, they're both looking at the puck and he just comes in behind and gives him a shot in the back. Again, just dumb. Just just really, really dumb. Really stupid. And again, same thing with, um, in, with this, uh, what's it called? With this game, this was like, you know, still nine minutes left. Uh, again, it is for nothing, but 
you still need to 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 keep working. You have to still keep trying to score. Um, again, luckily the part of that penalty or that that PK ended up uh, ending because. Uh, uh, Gustav Nyquist took uh, a really dumb and ugly uh, hit to the head uh, interference call on Josh Morrissey. Uh, all I'll say is thank God Josh, Josh Morrissey is doing okay. Uh, that would have been a gigantic loss to the Jets. Um, and I guess I guess we'll still see in the future if he... Um, We'll see if if it's uh, an issue for him in the future, but hopefully everything is good and he didn't just play the end with a with some sort of concussion or anything like that. But he looked okay after. One thing I'll note on that one is, you know, this is a game where there's there's you know five six minutes left at this point, um, and Pionk kind of rushes uh, Nyquist to try and give him some business after the uh, after you know, the, the, the interference there. And this is one where, again, as I know, I'll, I'll say what I was saying before with the Harkins dump penalty. This is the time where I go, okay, you know what? This is when you take a penalty. When someone clobbers one of your most important players to the head, it doesn't matter if it's an accident. You got to get in there and make sure you give him the business. I'll give Peon credit for rushing uh, from wherever he was to make sure that he got in, in Nyquist's face, but I would have loved to see a little bit more than just kind of a, a scrum and pushing and shoving, you know. Um, I'm not huge a huge, uh, you know, proponent for fighting in the game all the time. But I think that this would have been one of the cases where I would have been totally fine with it and would have been totally, uh, I think, merited. You know, make sure that you stick up for your teammates, especially in a game like this. The game is mostly lost at this point. You still got to, you know, you got to do what you can to uh, to try and build for the next game. And just doing some sort of action like, Doing a little bit more than just kind of, you know, rushing to a scrum where everyone kind of just stands around and goes, ooh, he hit him. Sorry, ooh, you know, um, would have been, I think, uh, a lot better for for the Jets going forward. But uh, it is what it is. Um, you know, Rick Bonus ends up pulling the goalie with, uh, with you know, 549 left in the game. Um, they end up scoring eventually. As I said before, PLD gets a nice little rebound goal. Um I think this was on the power play still too, which is nice. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but looking at it, uh, the, 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 this goal was created again, kind of with what I was saying before. It's a pass from Josh Morrissey who gets it up top, passes it over to Blake Wheeler. Blake Wheeler comes in with a shot. I think I think Cole Perfetti might have got a small little tip on it because it was really weird the way Corpusala wasn't able to keep it in uh, in his glove. But um, by the way. Puck drops over to Dubois, who's mucking it up in front of the net. He just puts it home again. Nice to see him score against his former team. But again, too little, too late. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> and then just some funny things to end off the game. Line A has his, uh, his post shot that ends up going, at, uh, or he, he tries to hit the empty net and it hits the post. And then um, one other thing I wanted to comment on, Eric Goodbrinson is a criminal. That guy stinks. Um, the, the amount of times he cross-checked guys in front and got away with it that was rough um 
uh uh and uh and yeah that he he's just uh was very annoying to watch um but it is what it is and then i just gotta give give credit where credit's due blake wheeler blake wheeler with a kick save like he's like he's kicking uh patrick line down to the second line so that he can only play with shifley and uh kyle connor uh makes a big kick save on him to stop the hat trick goal again i would have loved to see uh patrick line get his um you know, get his hat trick uh, in his return to Winnipeg, but it is what it is. Um, it, you know, I don't think he's kicking himself over over that game. Um, at this point, you know, it is what it is. You just got to build for next game. Uh, the Jets would get back in action on uh, on Sunday against the Anaheim Ducks. And uh, actually, that reminds me, my my biggest issue with this game was that this is a team that they should have beaten. I think I mentioned that off the top, but this game really reminded me of the Ducks game uh, where the Jets lost. Like, I think it was, was it like one nothing uh, almost? Or I think it was a three nothing game, but then uh, they ended up, you know, letting in some goals. Um that were like uh, the the empty netters and also the weird uh, Connor Hellebuck. She tried to pass it back. Um, regardless, oh wait, no, that was never mind. I'm thinking of the <laughs> the Penguins game. No, the the Ducks is the game where they lost. They lost them and uh, and you or they maybe they won. I can't remember, but they they should have outplayed them and they didn't. Anyways, my recollection's not great. Uh, if you have any other comments, feel free to throw them in the chat here um, because we're going to be signing off soon. Uh, again, again, all in all, a very disappointing game, a really tough way to spend a, a Friday night, but, um, it is what it is. Uh, regardless, I'm not, I'm not seeing too, too much from the chat. Uh, I'll give it another second. Cause there's usually a little bit of a delay, but, um, <laughs> how dare Wheeler deny line is hat trick. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough. It's, it really is tough. And, uh, it looked like he had a lot of fun. Um, playing against his old squad and kind of kind of ribbon with them uh, would have been nice to see Ehlers on the ice against him see if they could have had a nice little fun brotherly moment but uh, of course you know it is what it is uh, anyways I think it is time to sign off here for uh, for game over Winnipeg uh, my name is Brady uh, follow me on Twitter uh, on Twitter uh, at NHL chunky follow at SDPN sports check out the game over merch on uh, SDPN's uh, SDPN's website um, you know get one with the little little game over guy for Winnipeg uh, I've got one coming in the mail I'm real excited to get it um, but yeah thank you all for tuning in have yourselves a wonderful evening enjoy your weekends stay safe and uh, you know we'll always see you guys back in the next stream again we'll see you guys on Sunday have yourself a good one Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.